Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, all this week we are talking about the cost of being single. And if you were listening to the show yesterday, we were chatting about being single when you're trying to pay rent, save for a house deposit, buy a house, and even just the cost of living. The bills, when you're paying the bills, all on your tod. But today I want to talk about holidaying solo because it's something I've never done, but I don't really have any interest in doing it. However, I want you to sell it to me. Tell me, what are the pros and cons, the benefits of holidaying on your own? We've had a lot of reaction to this. Janet Newman is with us because, Janet, you're a travel blogger. So why should I consider holidaying on my own? First of all, I can't believe that you've never... Are you there, Janet? Have I got Janet? Just bear with us there for for a second. Lunchtime live at Newstalk.com, though. That's the email address if you want to get in in contact with us. Have we got Janet on the line? No, Melanie is with us, though. Melanie May is is a solo travel blogger. Melanie, how long have you been holidaying alone? Um, I was just going to echo what Janet said there. I I can't believe you've not been on a solo uh, travel at all. Never. Um, never. Not even actually for a weekend, Melanie. Oh, okay. We'll get you there. Don't worry. We'll get you there. Um, I've actually been doing it now for about 25 years, I want to say. I kind of, no, wait, hold on. I'm doing my math wrong. I'm going to make myself a lot older than I am. Um, Let's say, yeah, about 25 years. So I did my first actual, like, flight by myself when I was 15. I went over to Belgium to mind my cousins. Um, I came back from England by myself when I was 16, went to Spain by myself when I was 16. And then I actually emigrated to the UK by myself when I was 17. So I've been just getting up and going by myself for a very long time. Please don't let your listeners do the maths there. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> and, no sorry. Um, well, if you're kind of like, I mean, I went to Germany when I was, you know, when I don't know, 15 or something on a German exchange. But, you know, I don't I don't count that as holiday and alone, though. Yeah, but I, I mean, that impetus of getting up and going by yourself, that's, that's the biggest and hardest, diff- uh, you know, hurdle for most people in going alone. So I would say that that's going alone. It's the first step to, you know, traveling by yourself. And, um, and I've been doing it ever since. And it's my preferred way to travel. I've been on one girl group holiday and I hated it. It was horrific. I've been traveling with partners throughout my life as well. And as fun as it is I always enjoy traveling by myself Why a lot though? more so for me there's an the, the freedom of it is just incredible so I know a lot of people will say that they go off traveling to find themselves I go off traveling to be myself when I'm away by myself I am a hundred percent as I am I'm not tapering my personality for other people I'm not waiting around for other people I'm not doing any sort of compromise on things that I like or things that I want to do if I want to get up and see the sunset I can and if I want to spend the whole day in bed I can without anybody making me feel guilty that you know we're on holiday we need to be enjoying ourselves but for me because I'm um, a travel writer I'm also studying um, psychology as well so I adore cultural immersion and, and I'm so curious about people and places and when you're by yourself traveling alone really encourages like a deeper immersion into local cultures you're more likely to engage with locals try authentic experiences and just gain a richer understanding of the destinations you visit for the simple fact that you're not walking side by side with somebody talking and engaged you know in that type of mm. conversation you're alert you're awake you're looking around you're curious you see things that you might miss when you're 
with somebody else. And, and for me, that's what I really enjoy about it. I just really love the flexibility as well. It's yeah. so different okay. because when you're at home on your day to day life, you're being pulled left, right and centre by people, demands, work, family, friends. When you're away by yourself, just it do, all just stops. Do what you want yeah, when you want. It. What what yeah. what about you, Janet? Um, like, is there not? Do you not miss enjoying the experiences, whether it's the wonders of the world or whatever the main attraction or sites are in whatever country you go to visit? Do you not miss enjoying that with somebody? But here's the kicker: just because you solo traveller doesn't mean you're actually ever by yourself. That's the crazy thing. When you solo travel, you literally make new friends, like, at every minute of every day. It's crazy. I've never met more friends than when I solo traveled. Like, so many of my friends now around the world, and even from Ireland, are from when I was traveling solo. As in organized pre-holiday? No, or pre- no just random people? No, just randomly. Like, I do that now as well, but, like, in the past or even still, I still love my solo travels, and even though like part of my job now is I organize group trips for solo single ladies, um, mainly Irish and have brought like 200 people around the world this year. And yet, like, I love that, but I still love going off on my solo trips on the train, on the plane, at the airport. If you're by yourself and you're kind of open to it, you always meet the most incredible people. And I just, oh, I really hope someday you'll do it. I really do because honestly it is the yeah. most amazing thing. But I did go encourage. Yeah, I did do one of the you know, the pre-organized um but I I don't see again I don't count that as solo travel when you're doing one of the pre-organized um trips of Australia like a backpacking, yeah. you know, t- like I don't count that as solo travel you see. Like I mean like for my yeah, uh, holiday this year that I, I, guess, I wouldn't go off for two weeks on my own. That's for what, sure. I guess it depends because like my group trips for example, um we do group trips for Irish ladies. And in a way, you're right. Like, they are all coming together at the destination and then suddenly kind of becomes a group trip for single people, right? But they still have to get there. And actually, the courage of even signing up for the trip and the courage of having to, like, work out their own flights and, like, actually get to South Africa or Iraq or, you know, Colombia by themselves is a huge thing. And it gives them a lot of confidence and kind of fearlessness to even do that. And you're right. Then at the other end, you know, there is a bit of organization and suddenly the group of... 12 strangers that never mm. knew each other suddenly do become friends. Yeah, I'd have no and, issue know, with that. Travel then. Yeah, I'd, I absolutely. Yeah. I think I'd I'd probably give give that a give that a go all right. What about you Evelyn? Do you solo travel? Hello. Uh, yeah. Um I have probably been traveling solo for about 6 7 years. Um and yeah, I have to agree with what the girl said. It's definitely very freeing and, yeah, it's just a great experience. You can do whatever you want and, like, organize your days as you wish without having to kind of please anyone um, or go eat somewhere that maybe you don't want to. Although, like, I'm pretty open-minded, so I'll go anywhere. But it's just, like, it's great. But actually also saying that, um, I think it's a little bit challenging because you are the only one making all the decisions. So then that's where you kind of come across decision fatigue and travel fatigue, which is actually a real thing. You know, people always say like, oh, you're so lucky to be traveling in the world. Um, But actually, it is really exhausting because you're always kind of planning. You're always alert, especially as a woman traveling solo. um, You obviously have that kind of extra aspect of trying to stay safe wherever you go and just being aware of your surroundings. 
um, because it's just kind of the reality of traveling as a solo female. Yeah. It is a little bit different. Um, that doesn't mean that, you know, things don't happen to men either. But yeah, as a solo female, I think you have that aspect. You have the decision-making aspect. You're always meeting new friends, which is incredible. Mm. But on the other side, again, it can get quite exhausting because, you know, you have to look after your own kind of social battery and make sure that you're not meeting too many people because then you get drained. Yeah. And Do you know, it's funny when you say sides. that because I like my decision uh, not to, um, ho- you know, holiday alone. Actually, it was nothing to do with with safety. It was just purely from the perspective of like, you know, enjoying experiences and, and going for dinner. Does that, like, would you go for dinner, Evelyn, with the intention of I'll go along now to a restaurant this evening, I'll sit at the bar counter and I will chat to people? No, actually, like I went for dinner by myself on Sunday. I did a hike by myself and then I went for dinner in Clonmel. And I was like, I just went because I wanted to try some good food. I wouldn't be like looking to make friends or anything because I actually really enjoy just sitting by myself, having a coffee. Um, if I'm going to a coffee shop or going out for dinner and I don't have a problem with that at all. And I know that's like kind of a lot of years of conditioning of being OK with like thinking that people care whereas actually they really don't they like they care more about themselves you know yeah um so yeah I don't think people are actually judging you and if they are they just maybe might try it themselves and see how it feels yeah yeah Uh, texting from a listener who says I've holidayed alone for years it's great there's never any arguments Jared has gotten contact to say I'm fed up suiting others when I when I used to go on holidays. So then I decided to travel solo. I've never looked back. It's probably a lot easier for males to do, but I certainly recommend it. Patrick is with us on the line. Patrick, do you holiday alone? Yeah, hello, Andrea again. Um, I do. Not so much now um, because I'm in my late 60s. And um, in fact, I've just come back recently from a holiday in Amsterdam with my daughter and son. Um, So I I would do both. But I started very young in my early 20s and I headed for New Zealand from from Ireland. And uh, when I was there, I was maybe five years there and then came back and I spent five months traveling overland from Australia back to, to Ireland again. And that was just backpacking. Did you enjoy it? The, yeah, I did. I loved it. It was in the. It was in 1980, actually. So there was less turmoil in parts of the world that now you can't really travel to, um, and there were a lot more people backpacking. I mean, you don't see people backpacking as such now. Um, I would have been on. Uh, buses and you know whatever transport you could get, and you just meet people. I met a lot of Australians traveling, mm. a lot of New Zealanders, Canadians, and would have gone through countries like Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, which were all less troublesome than they are now. Let's put it that way. Is, um, is, is that is that a fair point, Melanie? Like just you know Patrick talking about the. Um, like the, the kind of the, the backpacking that people would have done years ago, you probably have a lot less of that now. It's much more organised. Um, not for me. So for the last, um, during the last 12 months, I've spent four um, months backpacking through Central America. That was hitchhiking. That was getting on chicken buses, local transport, no big coaches, no tourism buses. 
um, no organized tours. Everything was solo done by myself, organizing A to B. Um, and I would say that there is a lot, uh, you know, it is still, I did my first backpacking trip, yeah, in my early 20s as well. And um, I, I always meet people on the road, like, well, maybe not so many in Central America at the minute, um, but there does seem to be an awful lot of backpacking going on. But I think the difference now, maybe from when I did it and when um, Patrick did it, is uh, that there's a lot more money in it. There's a lot more flash packing, as people call it. You know, people have the funds they've been saving up. They're going on. Mm. They're not actually on the shoestring budget the way that I was. You know, they they don't have to um, save the pennies by getting on the really, you know, the buses held together with strings and a wing and a prayer. Um, they can get on the more luxury coaches if they want to. Um, and I think also, like, if you look on the likes of Instagram, backpackers really do seem to be doing it a lot better than when, than when I started doing it, but also doing it than when I was just, you know, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Text in from a listener who says, I hate holidaying alone, but I've no choice. I'm single years. I've no kids. I'm so worn down by it that I don't even feel the energy to go anywhere anymore. I was able for it in the early days, but now in my 50s, after years of being single and doing everything, the weddings, the parties, events alone, while everyone else has partnered up, I'm worn down. I don't enjoy going away alone any, anymore at all. I feel I've used up all my go away in your own credits now, says this texter. Another listener, um, I walked for three months on my own in Japan, in Japan and I loved every minute of it. I think travelling with others is vastly overrated. This texter, holiday alone, it sounds like the dream to me. We've three children under six. I would be delighted with a couple of nights of full sleep, dinner in peace, reading a book or getting to go sightseeing. I do have a husband, but again, <laughs> would be happy with a few days to myself. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about the cost of being single all this week on the programme and today we're chatting about holidaying solo. Sheila is with us here on the programme today. Sheila, do you holiday alone? Do. I've been doing it for many years. Do you enjoy it? I love it. Why? I, I just absolutely love it. Because I can go where I want, when I want, do what I want, for as long as I want. <laughs> Nobody to answer to. <laughs> Nobody to answer to and... Um, if I feel like having a lazy day, I can do that. If I yeah. feel like going climbing a mountain, I can do that too. So you holiday alone by choice? Yeah, well, yes, but I, I do travel with friends also, but mostly I guess I travel alone. Are there start like where would you, where would you suggest? Because I mean, I started the program today by you know telling everybody that I don't holiday alone, and then the more I talk to people who do holiday solo, I realise that I mean, of course, I've been holidaying alone in the sense that you know I've naturally gone to places on my own or uh, you know backpacking trips or like that kind of thing. But I mean, you're sort of if you're heading away somewhere for a week, you know, every year, I wouldn't. I just I don't do that on my own, and that's yeah. what I regard as. Solo travel. Well, um, I did a, a, a really lovely walking trip in the Pyrenees. There, oh, well, before before COVID, COVID kind of put a kibosh on everything, and that was just amazing. You know, it's easy to get to, and um, really nice walk every day, and then have a nice dinner in the evening. And the thing is, traveling alone, you do meet fascinating people. Some of the most fascinating people I've ever met. I probably I I don't even know their names. 
I remember one time I was on a bike trip in Germany. I was cycling along the Rhine um, on my own. And in the evening, I had I was writing postcards in this little guest house, sitting out facing the Rhine. And this is a good few years ago. The man sitting at the next table just looked over at me and he said, the last time I saw that river, I swam across it. He was in the Allied forces um, coming into Germany. And he told me all about it. Right. I mean, I was a total stranger to him and I think he was kind of offloading a little bit. Yeah. But I was the recipient and I love history. So that was absolutely amazing. Well. And I've met people like that yeah. all over the world. What about, um, what about you, Karina? Do you enjoy it? I love it. I, believe I really love it. You're actually here holidaying solo in Ireland at the moment. Is that right? You, you got in touch yesterday when we mentioned this on the show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've been here now for six weeks and I've been traveling through throughout Ireland. Yeah. Uh, I just loved, I love traveling on my own. And it's, uh, well, what said earlier, is it a choice or not? I've been on holidays with a partner as well or with friends, but I really enjoy uh, going away on my own as well. Um, it gives you freedom. It gives you freedom of choice. I mean, uh, yesterday I went into uh, the Glenfee uh, National Park and I had a walk towards the castle. I wanted to go inside the castle. But I, uh, before that, I went into the tea room and had a tea sit down and I started chatting with another solo traveler. And we were chatting so long that I forgot about time and I just didn't visit the castle anymore. <laughs> um, you mean, I like these spontaneous things that yeah. come up and I love meeting people and you meet so many people when you're traveling on your own. Where are you from, Karina? I'm from the Netherlands. Okay. And how long are you here for? Um, well, <laughs> this is my last day. I will be oh. leaving uh, tomorrow. Right. Yeah, but I've traveled, um, I've traveled through Scotland uh, in two and a half months before I came to Ireland and I intend to travel for a year on my own. Amazing. And, um, Where will you go tonight? I feel, um, I'll go back to Holland to get my camper van and with my camper van I will go to Portugal, Spain, Italy, maybe Greece. I don't know. Are you here yeah, actually in the camper van? You're, you're not here in a camper van at the moment? No, I'm here I'm in a, I'm in a car. Um, I've got a, a friend of mine arranged a car for me so okay. I can travel on my own and that gives so much freedom. I love that. And tell me, Karina, does Ireland cater well for solo travellers? Yes. Do we? Absolutely. Good. Yeah. In what yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. It is, um, I feel safe everywhere I come. Uh, I feel I can connect to people very easily. Um, I don't always understand the Irish language, sorry. Um, but <laughs> but um, it's it's easy to find your way here. Uh, okay. Go into a village, go, in, go into a city and you will find a parking very easily. You park your car, you go into the city, you explore, you connect with people very yeah. easily. We're friendly. That's what I love. We, are yes, we friendly, I should say. <laughs> yes, the, the, the Irish people are friendly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's great yeah. to hear you've had a nice... Well, where was the best place that you visited? Uh, that's where I am right now. That's in County Donegal. Yeah, I'm delighted. <laughs> uh, and, and, and for for our listeners, 
um, reference. I didn't tell you to say that either. I'm from Donegal, Karina, so that's why I'm asking. Ah, well, okay. I, yeah, I hope I I hope you enjoy. I uh, hope you enjoy your last few hours then in in the northwest. Great to hear you got to visit Donegal as well. Thanks a million, Karina, for getting in touch. Delighted to hear you're listening to news talk too when you're when you're over on your holidays. Uh, David in Dublin says I'm a guy in my mid fifties. I travel all the time on my own for years, and I love it. You can do your own thing. I can go where I want. I can relax, don't have to do what anyone else wants to do. I recently went away for four days with a friend. It was okay, but I must say I really prefer to travel alone. I just love the freedom of it. Peter and Anna says, when you're single in your 30s and 40s, you could be waiting forever for a friend to be available to go somewhere. So you just take the plunge and you go on your own and you do need to be more outgoing. Just join the walking tours in the cities. You'll make friends quickly. Also, alone time to do the things at your own pace is a huge plus, according to Peter. Um, Abigail is on the line. Abigail, do you enjoy holidaying alone? Oh, I love it. Um, I really do, just like your other callers. It's just the freedom to do what you want, when you want. You don't have to pander to other people. Um, Like, I still do travel with others at times, but for the last, I'd say, four years, I've been going away by myself. Now, your other callers sound so much more adventurous than I'd be. I'm just looking to relax when I go away. So, and I love the sun. So I just tend to go on fun holidays and just do what I want. But, yeah. um, and would you like do that, all inclusive then or something like that? If you you just um, look to chill out? I, yes. Now, when I first went, I was, I suppose the, I was a little bit scared, I guess, of, mm. oh God, I'm going to have to go out and eat by yeah, myself. Yeah, that's so my concern, to, Abigail. Yeah, but and actually now I don't care at all. You know, nobody's looking at you. You think people are looking at you. But when I first went, I booked in and I still kind of do these. I book adult only boutique hotels. And yeah, I might go half board. Occasionally I'd go all inclusive if I get a good deal. But um, and but I know some people wouldn't be into that, but it just gave me the kind of reassurance. Okay, I'm going to eat at the hotel so I don't have to be go into a restaurant by myself and look you can always have lunch out it's not as busy and that but I don't I I don't have that concern anymore I bring my Kindle with me wherever I go Um, I I can just read my book or whatever when I'm eating I don't care if anyone's looking and um, you know and like that you meet so many people isn't it isn't it amazing the going going for dinner particularly it's like whatever of course we go for lunch regularly or whatever or coffee yeah. you know during the day but isn't it amazing the going for dinner part in the evening is the bit that yeah. and I can tell from a lot of the textures that's the bit a lot of people struggle with why is yeah, that? Yeah no definitely I, I just think people think all their eyes and also sometimes the waiters are like oh just table for one well, you know and they kind of make a bit of a big deal out of it and if there's a, you know, if the restaurant's busy and there's a queue of people wanting to eat there, I just, I don't know, it can be a bit awkward. Um, but, you know, you can, I, I just do it now. I don't care. But I still would tend to go with the half board just because I find them just a lot easier. Yeah. Um, do you know, what about the cost, Abigail, of holidaying alone? Like, well, is it- because I... I don't have children, you see, so it's great for me because I can go off peak. So, and I tend to go away a lot in winter. Winter here depresses me. So, um, 
and I, I just go off to the Canaries, really, different the different Canary Islands because it's close and you can actually get good flights on Aer Lingus Ryanair, good prices for flights. Um, and then the because you're going off peak, you can get good deals at the hotels. So it's not, um, yeah, look, I suppose the way I go, I could go for, I could get cheaper places, but I can't afford mm. the more expensive ones. And but the thing I, I find, to, and I've spent a couple of weekends in, in hotels recently, well, purely because I was there for weddings. <laughs> I've had a number yeah. of weddings, consecutive weddings every weekend after each other recently. Um, but like, it's, it's, for, it's pretty much the same price, whether there's two or one. There's really no difference. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is. And I like I had booked to go away in May and my sister has decided that I have so much fun by myself that she's going away with me now. And when we kind of rejigged it, yeah, and then you're you're cutting it in half because the two of you are paying. So yeah, that is a, a thing. You are paying more for yourself. Text in from a listener who says, I'm travelling to South Africa on my own in six weeks' time and I can't wait. I did go to Th- Thailand with friends. I left them. I <laughs> had a great time. Another listener, I'm single and love solo travelling. Just back from four weeks in Japan. Last year, I went to Kosovo, Serbia. Previously, I did the US for five weeks. I've travelled to the Middle East, China, Saudi Arabia, all on my own. It's all amazing. No need to facilitate others. No stuck to anybody else's timetable. You can set your own plans. I can't recommend it enough, says this listener. What about you, Julie? Do you travel on your own? All the time, Andrea. I've travelled um, for 40 years on my own. And strange things happen to you. Um, good things, not necessarily bad things. I mean, I was in Tunisia lying on a sunbed and a gentleman came up to me and said, are you on your own? And I said, yes. And he said, well, I want to go and watch the football, but my wife, I don't want to leave my wife on her own. Would you go over and talk to her? And what did you do? And I said, yeah, sure. I mean, it's no difference to me to go over to another sunbed. And we became really good friends. Right. Um, I was on another trip, and I'm going to Scotland soon to stay with people that I've met while I've been travelling. And um, I'm off to um, Sri Lanka in the near future. I can't recommend it enough. This business of dining alone, I've come across people who are quite jealous that you can do it. People aren't necessarily looking at you because they're thinking you're odd. They're looking at you. Sounds to be a fine thing. I wish I, I wish I could do that. A text from a listener who's wondering, Julie, I'd be very interested to know, do solo travellers find they spend a lot of time on their phone? Does it, I don't. Because do you not? No. I'm not that age group. Okay? What, the big thing now, of course, is Google Maps. That is a joy that you can actually find your way around far, far easier. I mean, like the others, I was backpacking when I was younger, um, and you had to have a map, a huge big map in your hand. What about the cost of it? The cost is a bit of a pain, but um, I said to you before that I count it as um, independence money. However, I've discovered that if you actually fund the companies they may well say to you there's certain um, bargains available where there's no single supplement. One of the reasons I'm going to Sri Lanka is because there's no single supplement. Okay. So why a lot of places charge an additional supplement? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I would have thought you'd just book a, you know, uh, like whatever, a 
sing you know a single room, but you're saying they actually a lot of them charge extra for that. Well, there's not necessarily that many single rooms in a hotel if you can get a single room. And mm. unfortunately, in Ireland now, I do a lot of you know mini breaks. I'm on one at the moment in Cavan. Um, you can get a single room in some hotels, but they go up so they go so quickly yeah, now. Yeah. Well, no, a lot, yeah, a lot of them just it's a, it's usually just the double room, but they, sometimes they will give you a single rate. But that's usually more to do with breakfast in the morning, isn't it? Because it's B and B. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you if you ask and if you shop if you shop around a wee bit, and there's yeah. great deals to be had on a Sunday night. You mentioned about weddings. Saturday, Friday and Saturday for weddings is a nightmare, but yeah. Sunday can be quite cheap. Do you know, I only had a Sunday wedding there recently. <laughs> yeah. I say, but I went up to Granite and there was great bargains to be had up there. Uh, another listener says perhaps somebody could create an app like Tinder for solo travellers who want to eat together in the evening see I would think then that defeats the purpose does it not of solo travel another listener solo travelling is all about your mindset if you're not comfortable being yourself then it's not for you if you enjoy your own company then it's absolutely brilliant Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.